Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Everybody, <laughs> I didn't even know we were recording. It doesn't matter. I'm the one that needs to know we're recording, not you. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to Fly Aside Chat. Here it is, Monday, May 16, 2022. Here with your hosts, Nancy Cardigan and Felony the Clown, here to get you through another Monday. Am I Felony the Clown? I mean, you look like it. I Do I look like a guy who would be labeled as such? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> All right, Nancy. So what's on the docket for today? Oh, you know. Everything. Yeah. We're going to talk everything. some dumb shit and then answer some stupid questions and call it a night. There you go. <laughs> you know, I advertised. Uh, so I had... Um, I was on a show a couple weeks back, Kelly Greenhour, um, and... The one where you look thin in your camera. Yeah. Well, I hadn't, like, listened to the episode back, uh, and ordinarily I do that, especially if I guest on someone's pod. I, I want to make sure that, like, I, you know, it you was a complete show. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I, I obviously I, I take a lot of pride in, in the, the work that I do for any network, whether I'm, I'm on full time, whether it's my own network, whether I'm guesting somewhere, um, except here, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I went on like this long spiel about all the different shows that I'm on and all these different projects that I do and I'm, that I'm involved in. And I got to us and I just felt the need to sit there and say that we're a flyers podcast and don't worry, we would never, flood your ears with more flyers content on our show. I just felt the need to point that out there for people. And I listened back and I was like, shit, what if people look at this title and actually wanted to hear even 5% hockey? They would be like, well, this, the guy who's on the show just said, fuck it. We don't want to talk. Way to be a good ambassador for the brand there. (laughs) I was like, Jesus. I did say that regardless of, of, you know, where, you know, all the other shows on the, network are uh, are obviously flyers driven but you know I, I just give the break to dan but uh yeah bizarre man so did I, you uh, survive this uh storm this end of the world apocalypse bullshit yes so i don't think it even rained really okay um so i had taken out so my dog just like will not go outside when it's raining or windy oh, he just that's the, the only time out. my dog wants to go outside is when it's rainy and windy I would be ecstatic if he did. Um, so I took him out for more walks than usual today. And it felt like every time, like I would just be sitting because I, I actually work downstairs today at home instead of in my office. So that way I could be like overly cognizant of when it wasn't raining throughout the day. Cause I knew I was like, I got to take this dog outside. Like he's got to go and like be a, a, an actual dog and release his bowels. Like this is, I can't have him shitting in the house. So I just, I sat there as a car. Good. I was like, it hasn't rained for like 45 minutes. Check the weather app. Cause that's always so dead ass accurate. And it says, it's not supposed to rain for another hour or two. And I'm like, great. Start walking, get to the furthest part of the block starts fucking raining. Mm. Every time I took him out, and it was like every time I could tell he was starting to do that like anal tuck where he's just like, oh, here's the moment. We're about <laughs> to have some magic. And then it starts raining and he just like re-straightens out his back and he's like, not today. I'm not shitting in the rain. So I just had to keep taking him out. And every time we got to like round about the same area or distance from the home and he would be like, all right, now like I could tell he started to get that walk going and all dog owners will know this when you walk your dog. You know, they have that walk where you're like, all right. We're about to have some some moment mm-hmm. here where we make awkward eye contact because that's what we do. And each time it just started raining. And then all of a sudden, when it was supposed to get terrible, we started getting alerts to being like, 
pretty sure. Prepare will and testament. Yeah, this is the N- end. No, yeah. that was what we got this morning. But then this afternoon, it was just like, yeah, it's probably going to miss you. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so now I'm looking downstairs, and this is like about an hour ago. Whatever I had retweeted and said, hey, get your questions in. You know, I, I just assumed that if this thing was going to hit, it was going to hit right now. Right, right now. When we right were now. Because mm-hmm. um, that's just the way it goes. That, yep. I feel Historically, like every... that's the way the storm is mostly hit. Yeah. I do, right? I feel yep. like it's like every four or five episodes, we have like a, a, a ridiculous pass through storm that we can hear through one of our mics. Um, but, uh, and sure enough, you know, I'm, I sit there, I text or I uh, tweet that and. Uh, one of my friends, a listener of the show, uh, you know, reaches out to text me and she's just like, uh, hope you're surviving the storm. Okay. And I was just like, I don't know if this is sarcasm or not. Cause it's uh, <laughs> normal out. And five minutes later it was hailing and I'm like, well, this could be the end of days. So, <laughs> but it, yeah, so, it, but weather update now, cause we're also fucking interested in the weather these days. Right. Uh, completely calm out. So I think we're good. Knock on something. Yeah, didn't even rain. Gotta love Storm it. Storm went completely north of us and south of us. And... There you go, man. <sighs> Gotta love it when you just split things. Um, I just make crude facial comments towards Dan. This is the reason why we can't live stream this show. <laughs> right? Shit like that. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're um, in my Philly shirt today. I noticed, man. You want to take awesome. a guess as to whose name is on the back? I am going to say Shane Victorino. Roy Oswald. Okay. I wouldn't in a million years never have guessed Roy Oswald. <laughs> Can I ask why you have a Roy Oswald jersey? I liked Roy Oswald. So did I. I loved them. Yeah. I, it, throughout his entire career, I was very impressed with Roy Oswald. Just digging through my shirtsies and found this one. I was like, huh. All right. Did you just pronounce the T in that word? Shirtsy. Oh, okay. I thought you just said shirt Z. Oh, I don't okay. think so. I was, I was I about to say, yeah. Yeah. you're about to get my resignation letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that pushes you too far. Yeah, you know, it's little, you know, little things like that. They get to me. If I, if I know that you're doing it on purpose, I'm here for it. It's a funny bit. But if you really think that things are pronounced certain ways, I'm like, <laughs> I can't be near you. <laughs> That's it. God, it's terrible. Like if you say, I th- we think we've talked about this one, but if you. If you say important, like important, <laughs> I go ballistic. I can't, How do you feel I when people say they function. want to ask you a question? I don't love it, Dan. <laughs> I I don't. It's it's hard for me. I just like I take a look at words or names that like you're like, how do you how do you get that sound out of that spelling? Just please explain these things to me. You know, like Roy Oswald killed JFK. I do know that. Yeah. Damn this thing. Yeah. That's what ended his Phillies career. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was man. a completely random reference to the very first titled episode of brotherly pond. Is that, is that what it was called? Yeah. That's awesome. Somebody Who asked, was on uh, that episode? I was a solo one when I was doing BBW radio by myself. Oh, wow. I was taking viewer questions and got confused as to who mm. killed JFK. And Roy Oswald was my first guess. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, um, I had to do a solo pod for my baseball show two weeks ago. I made it like 18 minutes and I was like, I feel like this is what people who wear wristlets and are in padded <laughs> rooms and can only leave for one hour a day feel like i was just talking to myself as if there were other people in the room which i do throughout the entire day i don't want people to sit here and think that i'm a sane and rational person i'm definitely not but when i'm recording and i'm very consciously aware of the fact that i'm doing it and i thought that it felt so normal to me scared the (laughs) shit out of me i'm like what am i doing with my life that i could have this full conversation alone and feel totally fine about it i was like that makes me uncomfortable yeah, I did about, a, I don't know, seven or eight BPW Radio solo shows, then stopped, and I don't think I've done more than a handful in the three years since. Not a fan. It is just a weird dynamic. I feel like that is, I feel like it could be really strong if you had a consistent listener presence, or if it were like a live show. 
if you had a live show and there are people that are commenting in in real time and you're having a real conversation uh, or a call-in show like a legit call-in show you can make it work but i do think that recording a podcast alone to be released later whenever without I, I mean, without even like a, a, a here text in like what, what you and I have or DM or, or respond to this tweet with questions. Like if you're just out here talking like what I had to do two weeks ago, it's hell. Yeah, it's not fun. It is not great, man. <sighs> so Tell I you. went to a bank today. Okay. All right. An what actual bank did you go physical to? bank. Wells Fargo. All right. How, well, how was the experience? Well couple months ago now, maybe about a month and a half, I bought my, well, I re-upped my Phantoms season tickets. And I split it with two other guys, and then they go forth. I pay half, and they go quarter each, and then split the games. Okay. Which actually never ends up happening like that, but that's the theory. <laughs> and so, one of them still owed me for that, and then I got him a jersey at auction because he requested it, so he paid me back for that as well. And does he fucking PayPal me? No. Does he write me a check? No. Cashed you. He hands me an envelope with $1,100 in $20 bills. Totally normal. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I'm, ne- I'm never going to spend $1,100 in 20s. You know? like, sure. That's going to take fucking forever. It's fucking 2022. We have cards now. You know? It's true. So I'm like, well, I guess I got to take it to the fucking bank. And I'm like, I may as well go in for this kind of thing. And my first thought is like, you're going to see a guy with a bearded long hair dressed in black with a fucking $1,000 in 20s. What do you think I'm doing with that money? <laughs> Selling the drugs, probably. Right? Dirty, dirty things on the corner. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go in and make the deposit and get the fuck out and leave. And So I go in and put on the table, and the chick was probably, I don't know, my age, maybe a little older, and just immediately went, give me that eye. Of she, she knew what was going on. Sure. <laughs> Luckily, she didn't ask any questions, and she deposited it, and I got on my way. So the cops weren't there, but I probably am on some kind of watch list now. Nah. Um, yeah, now, being someone who worked in finance for a long time, I, I will say it's, I mean, granted our areas where I had worked over my banking career and where you live are, are probably very different, <laughs> but it was relatively normal for people to come in with large amounts of cash. When I say large amounts of cash, like referencing your thousand dollars, but there were people that would come in with, you know, five, eight you know, $9,000 in cash. And you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing that you do this every week? Um, but uh, ultimately though, those dude, chick probably loved you. If she didn't have one of those TCR machines, which is just a machine that counts that shit for you. And she had to count that by hand. You probably just gave her a 15 minute break away from her asinine coworkers. <laughs> I loved when people gave me cash when we didn't have TCR machines. Cause I got to sit there and pretend like I was counting it the real way that a bank would want you to count money, you know, hand to the counter, face it all, hand to the counter, flip it, hand to the counter, then count it in your hand, then put it in your drawer, and then recount your drawer. Glorious process where no one gets to bother me. So you probably made that chick's day mm-hmm. whilst being put on a watch list. Yeah. First time in years I was at a physical bank. Yeah, people, dude, young people don't go to banks. It just... The fucking last time I was there wasn't even better story. <sighs> it was uh Curse so... Library. <laughs> so my grandmother passed in early twenty nineteen and her assets were split up amongst the grandkids. There's five of us total. So I walked away with a twenty five thousand dollar check. And I'm again one of those things where I'm like, well, I don't want to do that over the app. I don't want to do that, you know, through the drive. You may as well just go through the actual into the fucking bank for this thing. So I do. <laughs> and the lady, I hand her the check and say deposit, and she looks at it and goes, "Oh, we're eating good tonight. Where did this come from?" Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Uh, my grandmother died, and she just immediately was in damage control. Was like, "Oh, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that." And I'm like, what "Oh my the, god, what the fuck?" 
Now, I thought it was fucking hilarious. She probably would have thought it was funny, too. So at the end of the day, I don't particularly care. But I'm like, what kind of fucking customer service is that? How many times does a person just get a $25,000 check and something bad didn't happen right beforehand? <laughs> Whether it's a death or, like, an insurance check of some kind. or You know what I mean? Like, how, how many times do regular people just acquire that kind of money? For funsies, you know what I mean? Like, Love it. What the fuck? Oh, I would have leaned into that heavy. I would have went back to that bank every single week. I would have went in without, with, with no reason to be there. I just would have been like, that check's still in my account <laughs> every week for a year. Uh, Christ. <laughs> that's that's an amazing reaction, though. Ooh, ooh, we're having fun tonight. <laughs> like, what is I have happening? a funeral to attend yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, it's horrifying. Oh my god, man. <clears throat> so I um we bought a house. It finally happened. Now that uh homes are approximately like, I don't know, just insane. Interest rates are are stupid high yeah. again. Home values are are, are are up, and they're ne- we're never going to get our money back. It's a great time to fucking buy. Oh yeah. Um, no, but all, all seriousness, we we've been looking for a long time, and I was like, oh, this is phenomenal. Like, but it's just such a weight lifted. Uh, you know, to have finally gotten this, gotten through this process. So you know, we move in you know later next month, um, or settle later later next month and move in. But being like the semi responsible adult that I am, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a look at our budget. Like, we don't, like, follow a strict budget by month, but, like, I know where our money goes. Sure. Um, so, like, I just start pulling through through our bank and credit card statements, and I'm like, all right, let's just see, like, what recurring expenses come up that, like, I can either – we can either just, like, reduce and, like, let's just – because we're obviously – like, our, our uh, money going out each month is, is certainly going to be higher. So I was like, all right, let's see if we can't lessen that blow a little bit. You know, we're, we're going to be new, you know, new homeowners in this newer home. And, you know, chances are like, we're going to have to readjust a little. So I started sitting there. I was like, okay, it's like, these are the things I know I can cut out. So these are the relationships that I've ended today, Dan, literally today. One of them was eight minutes before we got off our, or got onto our call. Number one, DoorDash. Mm. Did you know that if you order DoorDash as much as Stephanie does, someone calls you when you cancel <laughs> your membership? <laughs> <laughs> this woman says, hey, did you mean to cancel or did you mean to, she goes, or did you mean to sign up for the, like, pay in advance for a full year? Because I had canceled on, like, the emailed screen that comes through where it offers that mm. but at the bottom it's like you can also just cancel your membership um so i was like all right let me cancel i was like no i was like well i'm canceling that and, and they were like what are you gonna do <laughs> i was like what <laughs> I was, that's that's i mean cook like people like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you're gonna starve now right i was like that's the weirdest question i've ever been asked like oh my god <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. I think we'll survive. Um, and she's like, okay, with this judgmental tone. She's like, well, I, thanks. I, I'm glad I called. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> me too. I guess. I hung up that phone and just sat in silence and stared out my office door. And I was just like, how much does she order? <laughs> Apparently, you're saving a lot of money now. Yeah, dude. I went through and I'm like, what happened? I was like, I, I knew that like we, we had started spending a little freely uh, over the last like six months or so. And like certainly throughout the pandemic, like once the pandemic hit, like obviously like your takeout expenses really went up. Yeah. Um, but like clearly it was a habit that we got very used to. And I was just like, oh, my God, there are days now I can't recall for certain, but like there are days where like three and four DoorDash orders cleared on the same day. So whether or not they were purchased on the same day, I don't know for certain, but they are at least clearing on the same day, which means like, that's a lot of DoorDash. That's food frequent. Yeah. Sh- and like, now I understand why this woman called. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Fuck man. <coughs> so I was like, all right. Uh, so as I, I went to, um, so my gym is a, it's local. 
Um, so I'm not going, obviously going to be local to this area. So I was like, all right, let me go. I'm going to, is uh, your gym the kind of gym that lets people run around on the fucking streets? God, they're fucking annoying. No, we have two CrossFit places in the neighborhood and they okay. they do like, su- what are they called? Suicides, right? When you're sure. out so from like the door to like down the street and they'll just be running through the fucking street back and forth. God, it's what? irritating. That seems like a serious liability issue. Yeah. One of them is out on the main street, and then the other one is on a side street, and they do it on the sidewalks. Like, I'm walking the dog, and they're fucking people wandering around me. I'm like, what is happening? That's God, that's talking. annoying. Yeah, that, that ain't it, man. <sighs> um, no, it's not one of those kind of establishments. Um, but like all gyms, it's impossible to cancel. Uh, you have to, like, go in and talk to people, and that's horrifying. Yeah. So I went in, and now, mind you, I had just switched into this gym uh, like I had literally signed up for the, for this particular gym two weeks before the pandemic happened, two weeks before shutdown. <laughs> so then obviously like the membership is frozen forever. And then right when I started to finally feel comfortable about going back to the gym, which is probably like only God, I want to say like maybe two months ago. Um, you know, I went back in and I was like, Hey, like I, I want to unfreeze this membership. So I spoke to this woman and she which when she, when i unfroze it she assumed i was canceling it and she was like very surprised that someone who looks like me was ready to go back to the gym <laughs> uh and i was like no i'd like to keep working or start working out here and she's like oh uh, okay sure let's do that and i was like great <laughs> so i went to cancel and it was the same woman and i walked in and i was like hey it was like i, I was hoping to cancel my membership it's like i don't want to cancel it immediately but i do what like since i'm i like i had to go to the ups store which is right near um right near this gym so i was like all right since i'm here i'll run over real quick because i know i'm gonna just never remember to do this and keep paying money every month because that's exactly what happens with gyms mm-hmm. um so I was like, i'm gonna run over so i went over real quick and i'm like yeah i'd like to cancel um i was like but you know can we make this like go through june i was like i'm, I'm gonna be in the area until june and she just looked me up and down and she's like, you sure you want to cancel? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to be local to the gym. And she goes, honey, I don't really think it matters where you live. Are you sure you want to cancel the gym membership? And I'm like, what is happening in my life right now? Like, I still like to drive an hour that, to your gym every fucking week right to get just shit on by this woman <laughs> at the desk like oh my god but i'm just like i like i'm i i can't i'm not gonna drive all the way here to work out and she's like but you're gonna work out somewhere right <laughs> i'm like yes oh, that's the intention and she's like good i would hate to see you stop going to the gym and i'm like well thank you and she goes because you should really keep going to the gym and i'm like do you say this to everyone and she's like, no, no, God, no. And I'm like, that makes it worse, Hannah. It makes it worse. And she's like, oh, well, I'm just saying, like, Good. you look like you. You look like a guy who. Yeah, look like a guy. She's like, you just look like, you know, someone who needs to be in the gym. And I'm like, just fuck right off, Hannah. I was so pissed off. So that uh, that was relationship number two that was ended today. So one of the this next one I, I had actually ended over over the weekend. Um, but I was like, all right, like I'm the only one who uses the AMC stubs pass, right? We each have one because pre pandemic, like that was like a guaranteed date night where we could just, you know, a couple times a month go out. And if you go even twice a month, it pays for itself and you're good. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've now, been a fucking movie theater since. So I will say I like, it's, when. it's different, man. So it's hands down. It's one of my favorite experiences. Like I'm a big movie guy. Um, and I do love going to the movies, but like, I really do like going to like smaller, like town theaters. Like I, I, I like going to like the, uh, the colonial theater in Phoenixville. Um, you know, I like going to the Ambler theater in Ambler. I like going to the County in Doylestown. Like I'm like that kind of like, there's one in Emmaus and there's a fucking train tracks right behind it. So every time you go to the movie, you're oh, sure that's fucking train. Brutal. Uh. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like, but regardless, it's nice to still have this this option right so i was like okay but 
we're definitely not going to need both of them. Like she doesn't go to the movies very often. I still go with my friends regular, fairly regularly. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just cancel one of these. That's a good way. So I went in, I go, uh, and I was, I was there seeing something. I was like, all right, um, you know, I just need to cancel one of these passes. And they were like, okay, uh, not a problem. So like they pull it up and they're like, Ooh, and they recognized that it was a female's name. They're like divorce. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And they're just like, did you guys get divorced? And I'm like, well, we're not married. She's like, oh, so broken up then. And I'm like, no, she just doesn't go to the, why am I explaining this? And she's just like, you Okay. She's like, you handling it? I was like, you know what? I'm handling it great. Thank you. Can we just fucking get it canceled? And she's like, yeah, you don't need me for this. You can just cancel it yourself. And I was like, it literally says in the email to go see someone at this theater uh, or like at a, you know, participating theater. And she was just like, oh, yeah, they all say that. She's like, but like, honestly, once you cancel it, like, you're good. We're not going to just keep charging you. I was like, are you sure? Because apparently I'm getting divorced and maybe I don't want to go have a conversation with a supposedly divorced human. And she's like, it's a good point. I'm going to run it through the system and make sure. I'm like, just awesome. <laughs> Comes back out and she's like, really sorry you got divorced. Like, that's tough. Like, honestly, not being able to go to the movies with your, you know, with your partner. And I was just like, thanks. I think I'll get through standing or coming out of the restroom is Steph. And I'm just like, put my arm around her. And she just gave me this look of like, Oh, you cheated. I just <laughs> talked with the reason <laughs> I was like, God damn it, man. So that one was relatively awkward as well. God. So today, uh, so then I, I also canceled today. Uh, also, so here, this, this is, if you don't subscribe to this, like, I recommend to a lot of folks that they do me undies. They just feel excellent. It's just amazing, man. Like, honestly, they just nothing like makes my, I just look completely adequate and that's great. That's just, and they're comfortable. Like there's just no taint rub. They fit the ass. Well, it, they're great. I had this subscription entirely too long. And you know how I knew that? When I started packing for this move, because I'm insane. I Like the second we got, we signed the agreement of sale and it came back signed as well. I'm like packing the whole house. I don't care that we got to live here for <laughs> eight more weeks. It's like, we're done. Uh, so we got like one plate downstairs between us. I'm like, we're just going to eat off the same plate for, for eight weeks. I don't care. <laughs> But I started packing shit away and I started counting. I have 103 pairs of underwear. Dude, I should be selling this stuff, right? Like if all these women can go out there, just shut up, Dan. If all these women are out here just selling their thongs and selling their bras, there's got to be a market, right? Like what happens if I just go to the gym for another eight, shit, for another eight weeks and I'm just like, Famous right, podcast I, host sells his underwear. That's right. See? That's that's what I'm talking about. So I want a know, piece just, of brotherly pod history. There's just no reason. So like if you're listening to this and like you've ever <laughs> wanted to buy someone's underwear, like I'm um, I'm here for it. No shame. I'll sell it to you. If you want it washed, I'll do that. If you'd like to wear it after me, it's a little weird, but you do your thing. If you don't want it washed and you just want to see like what an obese man playing baseball in the dead of summer <laughs> is like, sure. Why not? Put it in a Ziploc baggie for you. Ugh. <laughs> oh god Whew. triple digit underwear for a dude it just i just got out of hand dude they just send all these random designs in here i'm like lighthouse sure I'll, I'll line the light on the tip of my cock it'll be great dinosaurs why not i'll make it look like it's eating me <laughs> oh what the fuck so i canceled that one because i figured I've crossed the line like i'm never gonna stop if i don't like next thing i know i'm not gonna own shirts anymore it's just all of my drawers are just gonna be underwear it's absurd oh, and then this last one that i canceled tonight <laughs> tonight here's the problem this one this one's special uh so i get off the phone with my therapist and i'm sitting there or i get on the phone with the therapist and i'm like listen 
I don't think I need you anymore. And this is a relatively new therapist, by the way. And she's just like, we haven't really accomplished anything. And I was like, yeah, that's like what therapy is for me. And she's like, not accomplishing things. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I, like honestly, I just need someone to talk to. I work, I work alone all day. You know, I was like, but I'm, I think I'm good here. And she goes, I gotta say, in my professional opinion, you are not okay. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean I'm not okay? And she goes, Shane. Do you know that several sessions ago, we had a 50-minute session where I didn't say a single word? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I said, like, you, like, you greet me. And she goes, no. You just walked into my room. <laughs> you said, hey, how are you? And before I even opened my mouth to f- respond, you just started blurting shit out. <laughs> and none of it made sense. And none of it mattered. Nothing was making you mad. Nothing was making you angry. You just wouldn't shut up. And I'm like, okay. She goes, that's not normal. She goes, especially not normal from a guy who several weeks before that didn't respond to anything that I had asked. I'm like, well, you ask shitty questions. If you ask better questions, I'll give you better answers. She goes, I'm just saying like, don't, don't cut out therapy. And I was like, first of all, by the way, for, for anyone, like I'm a very like big proponent of therapy, but I genuinely only join, rejoined and established a, a relationship with a therapist um, because I did start working from home and I was fucking, I'm just, I feel like I really need to talk to people about Lord knows what. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. But I just felt like, why not? So I thought I'm good here. Clearly not. This therapist is genuinely concerned about my well-being. <laughs> Texted me 20 minutes after we got off the phone and said, hey, do you have a minute to talk? And that was eight minutes before this show. So I said, yeah, call. So I'm talking with her. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, so you know, what's going on, Ella? And she's like, listen, have you thought about what I said? And I was like, no. No, I'm pretty good here. And she goes, I just feel like like you quit the gym. I I didn't quit the gym, Ella. Like <laughs> I'm going to find a new gym closer to where I'm going to be living. And she goes, "But you quit the gym." I'm like, "Fine, hear it your way." She goes, she goes, "You're not healthy physically." And I'm like, "Thanks for reminding me of that." And she goes, "So you quit the gym and you're unhealthy. You work from home so you see no one and you talk to no one." And I was like, "Well, hold on." I talk to people on podcasts. She's like, that's dumb. She goes, I'm not saying I'm just like real actual relationships. And I'm like, I talked to Steph. And she goes, Steph hates you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, sorry, that was harsh. But I'm sure that living with you is not easy. And I'm like, whoa, where is this what coming is from? And she's just. <laughs> I was like, Ella, are you saying this just to get me back as your client? And she's just like, no, I'm just genuinely concerned. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I just bought a house with this woman. And she's like, I know. And that's why I think you should keep talking to me. And you quit the gym. And I'm like, why is everyone so concerned about the fucking gym? So apparently, I'm not good at breakups is the, you know, less than a bridge version of this story. Over okay. five, got a little shit from everybody. DM me if you'd like a pair of boxers. By the way, oh Christ, just, just stupid, man. Want something else ridiculous? Oh, don't give me that look. I'm gonna tell you anyway. So, so Steph can't make burgers inside. Which, like, honestly, burgers really shouldn't be made inside. If you can make them on a grill, go make them on a grill. But obviously, with today's on-again, off-again chance of rain, I didn't feel like setting up the uh, the my charcoal grill to go out there and make burgers. So I was like, all right, I'll make them inside, and you know, I won't smoke the house out like she does. So she neglects to tell me, which we've all talked about this, my extreme aversion to pickles. But it's a fried pickle burger that I have to make, like, a salt... So- <laughs> I have to make a sauce that has chopped pickles in it, and then I have to fry pickles. 
<clears throat> to put on the burger for her. But I could smell it, right? Mm. Like, I'm even just thinking about it right now. I gagged harder just chopping pickles than any partner in my life has gagged on me at any time ever. <laughs> I'm so upset, Dan. I can't. I, like, brought this out to her, and I was like, here, here's your burger. <clears throat> here's your burger. And she's like, can you stop being dramatic? I was like, I'm not being dramatic. It's like, I can't handle this. <sighs> oh, fuck. So then after she was done, I, I, you know, I, t- I told her the next part, the whole, you know, I was in there gagging and in a way that was more violent than anyone has ever gagged on me. And she was like, well, there's a reason for that. And I was like, um, <laughs> this sounds like it's about to be a really, really painful, <clears throat> really painful comment. And she was just like, no, 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 not for that reason. Oh my God, no, you're totally fine. It's a- a- adequate. You're fine. I'm like, adequate. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. It's because you're so stupid clean. You take like five showers a day. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I didn't think about it that way. I was thinking about it the other way, but I, I respect that. She's like, yeah, I've never once been like, this is an unpleasant experience. I was like, thank you. So. I'd like to remind everyone boxers are going to be for sale at the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. We got to get to questions before I, I, I'm just going to keep ripping off stories right now. Let's see here. This person says, Shane and Dan, are you ready for the food gauntlet? The food gauntlet? fuck is a food gauntlet there's like a whole bunch of questions regarding food oh oh they're going to get yeah hell yeah, yeah. absolutely i thought this was a real event like that takes place. <laughs> okay go like, to hey. toppings for a baked potato oh hell yes hell yes it's a quality question i'm so happy right now also because baked potato is the elite form of potato which we've already talked about Can confirm yeah that's yeah we're air fiving through that one solid um all right, so for me, first of all, not unlike coffee, I think that too much is unnecessary, or too much add-on is unnecessary. I think that if you f- can just make a really good and crispy uh, shelled, soft inside baked potato with just good, just good amount of salt and pepper and oil and butter on the outside, like you are, you're good here. But if you do want to just feel a little sexy, you want to throw a little bit on there. I'm very much so a pro. I don't like sour cream. That's the only thing. I know I'm going to take some shit for that. I'm not a sour cream guy. Um, But cheddar cheese, bacon, and uh, I'm going to definitely say say some green onions on there. Some yeah, I'm here for that. Trying to think if there's anything else I want to put on this. Man, I'm rock hard right now. (laughs) Just thinking about starch carbs Ooh. salt uh, pepper butter cheddar cheese yeah, pepper, if you're butter, feeling yes. horny bacon and sour cream just it's weird i can use sour cream in things but i think I that's the only time i like actively enjoy sour yeah cream right like there's I, uh, I can't do it i don't know it just freaks me the fuck out but anyway move on to the next food gauntlet question why is it called a cookie and not a bakey That's a great question. That, that's going to upset me deeply because I <laughs> cookies are the only sweets that I consistently enjoy, and it's going to fuck me up. I what a hmm. Damn. Look to Google that one. Maybe there's an answer for it. That's a great fucking question. Called a cookie. A bakey. What's what's the what's what's the Google answer? The name for cookie is derived from the Dutch word Coke J, Coke J, meaning small or little cake. Biscuit comes from the Latin word Kotsum, which means twice baked. Coctum. According to culinary historians, the first historic record of cookies was used as test cakes. Hmm. Huh. So it's just a derived English word, I guess. It has nothing to do with baking and or cooking. 
I'm gonna be honest, man. I like Bakey. I think that's cool. Bakey, yeah. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. Uh, favorite ice cream flavors? Uh, I'm gonna piss everyone off right now. I don't need ice cream. Neither do I. No shit, Dan. Mm. I fucking love you, man. I don't. Uh, ice cream is not my thing. I had a every so... once in a while. I'll get some like soft serve vanilla or some shit. But other than that, I just not doing it. I can't do it, man. I dated I, so I dated a girl, high school Kate. Um, I'm gonna out this out this chick because Lord knows she probably don't listen to any of this stuff. Um, so her her grandparents, so they had spent like two weeks down the shore every single year. It was like their family thing, and um, whatever. One of the last days that they were there, the grandparents took all the whole family out, and they all got whatever the fuck the boardwalk ice cream that everyone loves is. Of course, sure. Um, and that's one my... of the f- few times I'll eat ice cream. Yeah. Okay. So you're a normal person. I'm not. So, you know, she, she offers very, very sweet woman. Um, you know, she offers to, you know, get me a cone. I was like, I, I was like, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I was like, I don't, uh, I don't really eat ice cream. She goes, well, you do today. And I'm like, that's pretty <laughs> aggressive. I was like, but okay. Like, Thank you, I suppose. And like, I just like turned around to, to high school Kate and I was just like, you're gonna have to eat both of these. Like, I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm not eating both of those. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Throw it on the fucking beach? And she's like, you can't just throw it on the beach. I was like, fucking watch me. Threw it on the beach, Dan. And I now know why that family was so happy when we broke up. <laughs> not a big ice cream guy. So there, there you go. Uh, do you put ketchup on eggs? Fuck no. No, that's psychopath behavior. If anything, hot sauce and even that, that's like... That's a reach. You, so in my opinion, like if you're to make like a rice bowl of some sort and you're frying an egg to put on top to kind of break the yolk, like if you want to hit whatever that is with like a drizzle of hot sauce, it makes sense. You're pulling together like some of the meat and onions, you're pulling together some of the peppers, you're pulling together the tomato, like you're pulling together a lot of flavors there. Um, and a little bit of kick really does help, but like on its own, very unnecessary. I don't think I put ketchup on anything. Really? I don't like mustard. So I put ketchup on hot mustard can fuck off, but ketchup, I don't don't really dude. So I will say this is another thing. So I can't eat mustard, but, um, like on its own, but I can cook with it. I can put it in stuff. So I make my own barbecue sauce that like, I love it's like, it's like a, it definitely has like a bit of a kick, a bit of a kick, a little spicy. Um, but there's like a heaping tablespoon of mustard in there, of spicy mustard in there. And like, I made a jar of this stuff to take to my old job, and everyone loved it. And I was like, "This is great!" I was like, "I'm really glad everyone enjoys this." And my one buddy opens the lid and just goes, "Like, the, I don't even know if the lid was fully off." And it's just like, "Oh my god, there's mustard in here!" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, it's fucking barbecue sauce, man. He goes, yeah, did you use mustard? And I was like, no, you're fine, because I also don't like mustard. And he's like, all right. Took the teeniest little Coke lick, and he was just like, <laughs> this fucking, bleh, there's fucking mustard in here. There's goddamn mustard in here. There's fucking mustard in here. And I was like, that's really fucking aggressive. And I think back on that story now, and I realize that's about as absurd as I am with everything in my life. Yeah. Uh, favorite sandwich? I mean, you've never just sat there jerked it to a BLT. Can't say that I have. (laughs) All right, whatever. I'm the weird one. (laughs) Uh, Croque Madame or Croque Monsieur. Either one is great. A good French dip is always a... Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Yeah, you get a quality French dip somewhere with, you know, some some shaved ribeye. Holy dick shit. I'm here for that. Oh my god! Right uh, back to rock hard. <laughs> Least favorite vegetable: <sighs> Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's, my buddy is insistent that like his his wife makes it a certain way, and I'm like, dude, I've had this like five different ways because like all of a sudden this is the new hipster thing, right? <laughs> like it's on every menu. It's just like some like weird little app thing, and people are like, it's great, and I'm like, you fucking suck. They're so bad. Yeah, they're not good. I, I just can't do it. Favorite cereal? Life Cinnamon or Total. There's another thing I don't know if I've eaten any time uh, recently. 
Cereal? Cereal. Dude, cereal is the saddest meal. I'm going to tell you a story about cereal. Actually. Every once in a while, I get Cheerios every once in a while just to have to munch on in random occasions, but that's about it. So, uh. like, I, I do think, like, as an adult, like, anytime you see it displayed on screen where a character, an adult character on screen is eating a bowl of fucking cereal, <laughs> I'm like, that is the saddest meal you can eat. It's even worse when they're at a table alone with the box of cereal on the table so they can keep pouring in more cereal. I'm like, this is horrible. So depressing. One thing I will say, you can get like a container, like a large container that would like theoretically, if you were to dump a box of cereal in there, it would keep it fresh. If you take like, if you get like eight to 10 different kinds of cereal, I can't wait to see whatever question this ends up being. Reading through the next question and it got me. (laughs) You can get eight to ten boxes of cereal. You could take like two cups <sighs> of each cereal and dump it into this container and shake it around so you just get a mix and variety of flavors with every bite. It's like a cereal salad. It's lovely. Uh, that's acceptable enough, but cereal is a, a very just sad meal to eat. I feel like it's a single person meal. Living alone in an apartment with a cat <laughs> and a weight problem. <laughs> Oh boy, this person says four. Okay, I'm gonna try and get through this without uh, four flyer side chat. (laughs) I'm already laughing, damn it. Boulder holders, noun a bra like garment used to secure the extremely large breast of a woman of all shapes and body types, such as myself. For example, when I unhook my boulder holder and unleash these extra large puppies on John Goodman, the whole Chicago area can hear the thunderous slaps of our lovemaking in all of its glory. My extremely large breasts flop and dangle all over, so securing them in my boulder holder is a necessity. This has been Roseanne Barr, your wonderful guide to the wonderful world of words. Too many wonderfuls there at the end. Oh my god. <clears throat> Show them to me. <laughs> Unclass your bra and let them puppies free. <laughs> you look a whole lot better without that sweater, baby. I'm sure you'll agree. If you've got dos chichis, show them to me. Here for it. Never going to discriminate against a titty or a titty holder. Boulder holder, I'm sorry. Here for it. Roseanne Barr does it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's uh, see here. That's a real song, by the way. I didn't just make that up on the spot. If anyone thinks that I'm that creative, I am not. Uh, this person says, have either of you ever done a porn? Done a porn? Yeah. I've been asked by previous partners to be on their OnlyFans. Um, and if that doesn't tell you enough about some of my previous partners and the <laughs> type of people that I've been with, I don't know what does. Um, but, uh, and I, I mean, I feel like we've all made sex tapes, right? Like anyone who's ever been in a relationship for enough time, like, Anything longer than a few weeks, I think, like, you start looking for anything to spice up whatever. Plus, I got to be honest, like, I want to remember that I fucked like a champ when I was in my early to mid-20s. Like, I don't want to, I, there's no need for me. Like, I, you imagine making something now to pump me up when I'm 50 and 60 years old to sit there and look back on our glory days and I'm looking back on this schlep. I'm going to be like, that's a shame. I really wish I, I made a, a self-homemade porno when I was maybe, 20. Maybe when you're 60, you'll be even bigger, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, those were the days when I was only 300 pounds. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Steph got so mad at me when we were recording uh, Gentleman and a Lady podcast because I had mentioned that I was like 750 pounds. And she was like, can you please stop? And I was like, what are you talking about? Being too generous. And she's just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck no. She she goes, I don't want people to really think that you're that heavy. <laughs> I'm like, no one thinks I'm that heavy. And she goes, but you're not like that heavy at all. I'm like, ah, I think every other host that I share a screen with would would disagree politely. Uh, and then you, ever so unpolitely, <laughs> just generously. What a dick. 
Oh shit. Good. So I've done four porns. Uh there you go. First one was uh, a shout out to the hometown news station of sixty nine news. Yes, that's the real thing around here. We're just sixty nine on a news desk and the big crescendo is just Fuck you, Tom. But uh <laughs> And then the the last three were a trilogy, um, where I reprised my famous role as Jeremiah Scrotesberg, and we it's it's an Amish based porn where we're in the back of a horse and buggy. <laughs> we're in the back of a horse and buggy, and uh, we're fucking. And then that one goes nice, and the second one, we're still in the back of the horse and buggy, we're down the road a little further, and we're fucking, except this time we get arrested, because, you know, the Amish don't like them queers. And the third one... Oh my god, my nose burns. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, damn it. So the third one, oh. we get thrown in jail, except they're dumb enough to put us in the same jail cell, so we're fucking... And then the series ends when we're burned at the stake. So um, oh. the Jeremiah Trilogy, look it up. Oh my god, man. <laughs> oh. That's fucking awesome. Oh my god. Shameless plugging if I ever heard it. Oh. oh, God. So that's a moment that probably wouldn't have been a terrible thing for the for us to have a fucking audience. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, Jesus, man. This person says, if Brotherly Pod ever released a name brand wine, what would it be called? A named brand wine? Hmm. If we released our own wine, what would it be called? Piss and vinegar. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We should do that, though. I love wine. It would definitely be a red wine. Like a very dry red wine. Hmm. Uh, Good question. Yeah, I don't know. I have to think on that one. Uh, this person says, what was your favorite video game? <sighs> I can count on one hand the amount of video games they played in my life that were not sports related. Yeah, right. I uh... MLB The Show 21 is my favorite. Okay. NHL 06. I, um, hmm. I, so I, I never, I'm not a big video game guy. Like, I probably only play a video game is like when I am like very, very sick. And like, I feel like death is upon me and I don't want to move from the couch. Um, but I would say crash bandicoot is amazing. Uh, it is so much fun. Um, the uncharted series is great. I'm trying to think of like non-sports things, but everything I'm thinking of is a sports thing. Those are the only two that I can really. NBA Street Volume One and Two, fucking so much fun. Yeah, I don't know. I... Tony Hawk. I don't know. Video games—they're all the fucking same. Yeah. Uh, this person says, "What would you choose for your last meal on death row?" Pussy. Um, I'm just kidding. That was a really quick response. You're going to eat uh, 12 gourmet burritos and shit all over the floor. If I'm having a bad day, so are they. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, I may are have... Are you anticipating uh, <laughs> Committed a crime or two in my life. I'm thinking, a- yeah, you know. Appearance? Just in oh case I God, need that in man. the back pocket. That's hilarious. Uh, I am... I'm pretty boring. So I am... Uh... I'm going to go with uh, like a really good ribeye and mashed potatoes. Not going to shit all over the floor. I just Whatever. feel like I just would like to have a good steak. 
one last stake. Um, did we do that one already? Yeah, we did that one already. <clears throat> this person says, Hey guys, I know you enjoy questions, but for once I have comments. Hope you don't mind. After a personal loss and a week of time off from hockey and everything extraneous thing in my life, uh, last week's episode of Flyer Side Chat was the first podcast I could bring myself to listen to. It lifted my spirits quite a bit. So does Shane. Please never doubt your storytelling ability and your dynamic personality when you can deliver on demand the perfect answer to the zombie apocalypse question. And the Dan, thank you for sharing your uh, so candidly with listeners uh, what you shared. I hope that whatever path you take brings you joy and you are proud of you and brotherly puck crew have built. Nothing will stop this train. Love you all. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, we will always take comments uh, and certainly comments that are like that. So much appreciated, listener. Dan hasn't made up his mind yet. Yeah, not yet. But it's a coming. Yeah, like me in the back of that horse and buggy. Thank God I'm not drinking something right now. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that was a sour note to end on, but, uh, yeah. That's not a sour note. We got a compliment. That's phenomenal. Mm. Um, so I got one more quick one. Since we're already approaching the hour, I don't even know how that fucking Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Um, which means this is probably a pretty good episode. Uh, if both of us are sitting here not feeling like we're at the hour mark. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> All right, so I finally, I don't know, maybe about six months ago or so. Got diagnosed um, with diabetes. So, no, shockingly, I have not been diagnosed <laughs> with diabetes. Um, but in a long-winded way, trying to sit there and find uh, whatever is kind of like medically not right with me. Um, you know, one of the things was like the fact that I don't, like I don't manage stress well because I take on entirely too much all the time. And I just don't have that ability to just say no sometimes. Um, and because of that, like I get like extremely overwhelmed. And when the world kind of, when my world kind of stops. So like for me, when I'm trying to go to sleep at night, uh, like that's when the angst comes, like that's when I'm super you know, anxious. Um, and I, you know, you just don't sleep well. Um, so I finally, and, and I've been, you know, putting it off for years, but I finally got a medication, right? And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, by the way. So I know there's a stigma uh, that's relatively stigmatized. But, um, you know, I do think that play around with, with whatever, with your doctor, figure it out, whatever's right for you. So the one that I've been using for roughly six months, it does reduce, like, my anxiety and my stress, which is a plus. But it also took me from being like a 16 year old kid who gets a hard on over everything to just suddenly like never really in the mood, which is not this guy's personality. So I'm like struggling through these six months. We're getting mildly personal here. So I finally like explained this to, to my doctor. Um, you know, as she's asking me how I'm feeling, this is uh, about, I don't know about like three weeks ago or so. Um, and I was like, listen, like I normally have an insatiable appetite for sex. And now I got to be like, like the mood, like the, the lighting's got to be right. The mood's got to be right. Like I got to have just amount, uh, just enough energy. I just, all these different things have to just line up. All the stars got aligned for me to sit there and be like, sure, let's do it. Which is just not me. So, and I've been very hyper conscious of this, the fact that like, I'm not sitting here like, you know, beating at my own master bedroom door when she goes to sleep early, trying to wake her up to sit there. If I can't convince her into a quickie, like I'm like, what's happening here? So finally, you know, we, we get through this. All it takes is baked potatoes. Apparently that's the problem. So she finally said, well, listen, what's it worth to you? She's like, you you're saying that it's working for your anxiety. She's like, is it working so much? that like you can compromise having your typical sex drive. And I was like, fuck no, <laughs> I'll take bad sleep. Like I need that back. Like that's part of who I am and like how I operate. Right. And she's like, well, she goes, before we switch medications, like, why don't we just try reducing uh, 
the milligrams. So you just cut the pill in half and you'll do that. And she's like, and over the next month or so, see how you feel. She goes, if after about four to six weeks, like you're still kind of feeling that way. She's like, this just might not be the right medication. And I was like, okay. She's like, it's just a trial and error thing and we'll figure this out. So like I said, it's about three, three and a half weeks ago. And over this last week, man, everything is getting this guy hard. <laughs> so Steph and I were at a fucking home goods and like she, <clears throat> she didn't even like put anything on. Like she just like turned around and showed me something near her body. And I was like ready to fucking go. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And like, because it's been six months since I've felt like my normal self, like I feel like I'm in heat, dude. Like everything's going crazy. And I just yelled in the middle of a home goods. I was like, I'm fucking back, baby. I'm back. And she was like, what are you doing? You're making so much noise. I'm like, I don't care. I'm fucking hard as a rock right now. Let's go. We're going home. And she's like, oh my God, please walk away from me right now. Please walk away from me. And I just exited the store as people are watching me just yelling, I'm fucking back. Glorious. So go ahead. Go ahead. You talk about that baked potato. You talk about that crispy skin. Baby, baby. Oh. Okay. Let's get it on. Anything else you want to uh, get to here? I don't know, man. I, I feel as though if, if we're just left here with the microphone, I'm just going to keep, keep sitting here and just turning myself on somehow. It's absurd. I'm wearing far too much red in this camera. It drives me nuts. Wow, what's the problem? I don't appreciate that. Uh-uh feel like i'm at a fucking maga convention except there's no burning crosses and swastikas everywhere all right well that's that's an understandable that's better (laughs) (laughs) oh man trying to think if i got anything else man i uh i don't know i do not know well on that note everyone yeah it's probably for the best (laughs) Call it a day here. Um, I don't know what the schedule looked like this week, honestly. Um, no idea. Recorded for five and a half hours on Friday night with a freaking flyer again. So, God damn it. I love it, man. I don't even need to be there like in a, in a recording capacity. I just want to be there and a witness watch this five hours capacity. <laughs> sit back and sit watch us work it. for five hours. It just sounds fascinating that you guys can just have that much awesome conversation straight just awesome work i enjoy it. all three all three of you guys over there on that show it's fucking great it doesn't even feel like it's that long I, the thing is is like there are times you know when we do the anthony show or something where we restrain ourselves to an hour and it's like ah there's three or four points we didn't get to but it's like when we just sit there and bullshit we'd record the main show which is typically an hour and then we just leave the recorder going for the next four and a half and, uh, you know, just talk all kinds of shit. And then I go back and, and edit it together into smaller episodes and, you know, work through it that way. So, yeah, got plenty of uh, uh, frequent flyer content coming in the uh, near future. Check that out. I assume Anthony will be back this week. I have not heard otherwise. So, at some point, I'm sure we'll uh, be back with that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, plenty of shit up on the website as well. You can tell me how much you hate. The idea that you want to trade for Mitch Marner wrote that piece. Um, I do say I thoroughly enjoy writing those pieces because the Matthew Kachuk one was the most uh, example before this one. We need Matthew Kachuk. We need Matthew Kachuk. And then I wrote down what it would take to get Matthew Kachuk. And everyone's like, are you fucking crazy? (laughs) So same thing with Marner. We want Marner. Marner's available. Trotting Unlimited. Marner, Marner, Marner. So I wrote that piece and I wrote down what it would need to get him. And he goes, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> so it's like. People are insane. <sighs> Jesus. Should not be romantically attached to anyone on this roster. For some reason they are. Something I Maybe just, heart. I will not understand. Forever. All right. At yeah, Dan the Fly Fan. At Brotherly Puck. At Brotherly Underscore Pod. Uh, you too can text us about food and whatever else makes Shane horny. 
Uh, 267-227-0328. And, uh, Billy, where can people find you on Twitter? I don't remember what uh, I called you to open the show. <laughs> you guys can call me, uh, or call Oh, me. Felony the Clown. How could I forget about that? Felony. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys can get me on Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. Uh, you can also get my other podcast on Twitter. It's at gentleman underscore pod. Uh, or visit our website over there. It's www.thegentlemanpodcast.blog. Uh, every Wednesday night, uh, I also have a So You Think You Can Manage Philadelphia Phillies pod. Uh, I do that with uh, two of my good buddies over there. Uh, and I believe that is it. Yeah, I'm going to roll with that. Lord knows I'm probably forgetting something, but... All right, everyone. Till next time, goodbye and good night. Thank you.